ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Our phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We can also converse by text. We do that every show as well. What's the text line you say? Well, it's real simple. It is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. We're going to hear from Tony Kemper a little bit later on. I didn't get a chance to actually get into uh, Tony's presser today. So I was hoping somebody would ask Coach Kemper about Kansas City. They're taking on the Bengals. Nobody asked that question I'm hearing. Okay, I'm going to have to take matters into my own hands here. So I'm not trying to turn all my Bengals fans into people that are against Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. I'm not trying to turn you against him. We can be friends Thursday night when the herd's in action. We can be friends on Saturday as well. We can be friends tomorrow, but come Sunday, I've already made it clear uh, for a few hours on Sunday, I am not going to be friends with Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. He has told me he can be okay with that. He thinks that Kansas City is going to win. I looked at the line. I think it's like 7.5 right now in favor of Kansas City. They're getting the preferential treatment from the betters because of home field. It was close last time. The Bengals were actually the underdog last time as well in that game. Three points usually is what the betters give you as far as home field, the Bengals are getting, I think, a little bit more respect because even though the line's a little bit higher, it's actually a good thing because you're tacking in that three points for what the betters do. It's going to be fun. We'll have it for you. That's coming up 2 o'clock on Sunday. We'll have that for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we're going to hear from Coach Kemper a little bit later on. The women are in action. We'll hear from Kennedy Colclaw as well. We'll get her thoughts on what is happening with her squad. The team's pretty successful so far, right? If you haven't already, you know, get your ticket. $5. $5. Get your ticket for the next contest. And if you're a student, they're giving you promotional gifts, ice cream, lemonade. Maybe they need to do that for the men as well. Maybe if you get some promotional swag for the men's games, we can see more people show up and support the men as well. I don't know what the what the issue is going to be here, but uh, the herds in action, men are in action at the Cam Anderson Center as well. We'll talk about that later in the week, but we've got Coach coming up. I got your phone calls. That's coming up. Your text as well. So I'm looking forward to doing all of that with you. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Bengals, the uh, MVB voting. Who's going to who's going to take that? Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be Tom Brady? Is it going to be Joe Burrow? That's my pick. I don't actually have a vote there. I got a Heisman vote, but I don't have a vote there. It's okay. I I need NFL voting power. I don't have enough connections there. I need NFL voting power. Maybe that's a good thing I don't have NFL voting power. Hey, who's the uh, rookie of the year? It's Jamar Chase. Who's the quarterback of the year? Uh, that's Joe Burrow. Kicker of the year? Uh, you know you know what I'm saying. 
Evan McPherson, kicker of the year. That's where I'm going right now. But the Bengals are getting a lot of honors and awards. The one thing they want is the Super Bowl. Of course, that means more than just individual honors. National championships, Super Bowls, titles like that mean more than just the individual awards. So we're going to get into Tony Kemper's comments here after the break. We'll make time for your phone calls as well. We'll be listener-centric today. We'll get your phone calls in and text. Text line 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Tony Kemper, we're going to hear from him on the other side of the break right here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Marshall Women in Action this week taking on Middle Tennessee. We're going to hear from Coach Kemper in just a moment. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Our phone lines also this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Tony Kemper. My guy, Tony Kemper, right? One of my favorite coaches at Marshall, my guy. And yet, apparently, I can't be friends with this guy because we're on the wrong side of the AFC Championship game. You see, he's a KC fan. I'm a Bengals fan. So, I couldn't make Zoom today, but I want everyone to make him think that I was just protesting him. I didn't actually want to be on his his Zoom. I mean, that's that's going to be the the real excuse I give him. Like, hey, coach, I'm sorry. I can't I can't associate with you. Not until after the championship game where the Bengals beat the Chiefs for a second time. Uh, that's going to be a tough call, of course. But let's get down to business, Coach Kemper. In, in all seriousness, despite his love of the Kansas City Chiefs, um, he's a pretty good guy and he's a really good coach as well. I think he's done a fantastic job with his team, especially this season. We're seeing, I think, a lot of hard work over the last few years starting to really pay off for this Thundering Herd team. They had a struggle, though, to get the win, especially against FAU. They had to struggle. They had to learn from some mistakes. And Coach Kemper earlier today talked about last week and the importance of learning from mistakes to improve. On a tough, hard-fought game on Saturday to close out what was a, a good week at home. Um, but it also wasn't without some learning experiences, which I think um, are, are good for our basketball team at this point in the year. I do believe that, you know, that was kind of our thought process going into today is we're at a certain point where um, we've done a nice job of winning basketball games in the league and we can't stay where we're at, so we got to improve. And so I think that's the, that's the message for our, our team and our group. I think this weekend provided opportunities to, to improve and put us in some late-game situations that I thought – that you could actually see improvement from even Thursday to Saturday. So short turnaround on Friday. We did work on that a little bit to a certain degree, um, and I, I thought that they responded well. 
And that's one thing that I have not necessarily liked about Conference USA. I would like a Wednesday, Saturday, just to give teams a little bit more preparation. And I'm hoping that changes whenever we find out Marshall is going to be in the Sun Belt, either next season or the season after. But looking ahead, you got to look forward to Conference USA competition for the time being, and that's Middle Tennessee State. This isn't like the men's series. The men's series, Middle Tennessee always – a worthy challenge for the men. It's it's a great rivalry. I don't know if it's on the same level on the women's side. I'd need to talk to Coach a little bit more specifically about that. But he gives us a pretty good breakdown about what Middle Tennessee is going to be all about. This week, uh, you know, shifting to Middle Tennessee and UAB, um, always a challenging road trip when you play in uh, Murfreesboro. And down in Birmingham, um, you know, we start in Murfreesboro. That's one of the tougher places to play in mid-major basketball. I, I think it's a challenge that our team looks looks forward to. Um, they they're a high-quality team, very hard to score on. Got offensive players really all over the floor. So we're going to have to have a tough mindset going in there. We're going to have to really stay together as a team and organization and uh, level-headed about. Um, the ups and downs that goes on for any team that, that tries to play well over there. So I think that's, uh, that's the thought process going in, continued improvement, and you know, get ready mentally for the, the test that is um, Thursday night and then you know, hopefully leading into Saturday as well. I would love coaches to come out one time and say, look, they're terrible. They're terrible. We're gonna, we should crush them. I know that's not going to happen, but I would just love for him to be able to come out one time and just say, look, they're terrible. We're going to crush them. But, no, the the challenge always to go into Middle Tennessee is there as far as uh, what the the team can do. I think they've shown so far. They've been pretty good on the road. They have been solid at home, and I think they're doing a pretty good job so far. And – Middle Tennessee, you you win against them. That's actually pretty important. And Coach Kemper talks about how beating them last season translates to this season. You hope it does from from our perspective. You know, from my perspective, you hope that um, there's some comfort in the fact that we can play well over there. Um, I think year in and year out, it's a different challenge. So, um, you know, I think we had actually won the last time we were there with it's a completely different group for the, them and for us. So, um you know, I think any it's it's human nature to to remember. Hey, it went okay here last time we were here. Um, you know, so I, I think there is a level of that. But it's, I mean, they're they're very well coached. They're very tough. Um, it's a different team for them. So, um, you know, s- schematically similar, but personnel wise and stuff, it's almost a complete flip with who we're guarding. So, um, there's not a lot of things that are similar. Um, I would like to think that we're better too. So. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's it's both sides. But you're right. We played we played well in there the whole weekend. You know, the second game was a it was a good game too. We we went toe to toe with them, and um, they hit a they hit a couple shots late that um, we didn't counter, but we were right there. And I thought competitively, uh, we you know the I guess the thing I let in with is being competitively ready to answer the bell there. That's the first and most important thing for. Thursday night at whatever time we tip. Gonna be a good one. They're thirteen and four. They're five and two in league play right now. Marshall is eleven and five, six and one in league play. 
The East side's just really good right now. Western Kentucky's on top, seven wins to no losses. Charlotte trying to catch up four and zero right now. Then Marshall's right there at six and one. Then Old Dominion's at four and one. Middle Tennessee's at five and two. So the East division's pretty good right now. The only two teams that are struggling in the East are FIU and FAU. Zero and six for FAU, and then one and four for FIU on the West side. Anybody's division right now, UAB's three and two, UTEP's four and three. It's pretty jumbled at the top. Uh, Rice is a 0 and five, and UTSA and North Texas are one win teams over there. So East Division's pretty tough. So this one should be a challenge for the Thundering Herd. And he talked about the schedule itself. He, he talked about, you know, what you got to look forward to when it comes to the rest of these games. If you look at our schedule coming up, it it is very very good and you know it starts with middle tennessee and uab um we've got to play middle again if you look kind of where we're at and right below and right above not a lot of people have have taken losses and we're all getting ready to play each other repeatedly for the next month and a half and so i I think uh i think there's gonna be a lot of black and blue spots on some arms it's gonna be the black and blue division when we're all said and done here. This is not going to be an easy game. I'm looking for a lot of tough basketball being played. So that's Coach Kemper, his thoughts. We had a chance also to uh, hear today in the media availability from Kennedy Colclaw. And, you know, winning is fun, right? Everybody loves winners. Everybody loves winning. When you win, you feel good about yourself. When you're not winning, you don't feel so good about yourself. Kennedy Colclaw, she's having fun. She's winning, and she talks about it. I think it's super fun. I mean, it's super fun to come every day, I think, now that we're all – because I feel like I've, I've seen it from the beginning, like even since last year, even since before the season started. So I feel like now we're finally showing everybody, like, that we're the team. This is the team. So I feel like it's super fun. I feel like we have a lot of energy. It's fun to watch us back. Like, when I rewatch games, I'm like, wow, this is, like, energetic. Like, it's super fun, high energy. I think everybody's on the same page, like Coach said, and we're all bought in. That's the energy I want to have when I go back and listen to shows. I want to have that energy. Like, wow, that was super good. That was a really good episode. Well, I don't know if I can go back and say that today or yesterday, but Kennedy is having fun. She's going back. And she talks about why she's having so much fun. It's because something that we all strive for, they've got it figured out. I mean, I just think it comes down to just everybody being on the same page. I feel like we've grown a lot as a team. Um, Okay, we'll get that to you here in a second. So, um... Yeah, for sure. I feel like I feel like we're at a, a different point than we were last year around this time. I felt like around this time last year we were trying to figure it out. I feel like now we've got it figured out to I feel like we've got it figured out and how we want to play and how we want to um show everybody of how we want to play and what we want to do. Um we come into practice every day. It's been very consistent with what we want to do and how we practice and how we look at every game. So I feel like that's been the most important thing with Everything has been consistency. She mentioned practice. Everyone's coming in. That's key right there. You can come in, do your work. You can do everything you need to do. But if the team surrounding you, they're not bought in, they're not doing what they need to do, you're just a lone voice out there. But 
she talked about how this team is collectively bought into what Coach Kemper is trying to do and what they're trying to do. I mean, I just think it comes down to just everybody being on the same page. I feel like we've grown a lot as a team um, prior to this point. I feel like in the preseason there were some games that we could have pulled out in the fourth, and I feel like we just learned from that. And now we know we have to play well the whole game, but we definitely have to play well in the fourth quarter, and everything counts, free throws, hustle plays, stops on defense, everything. So we just kind of bought into doing that, and it's worked out for us. Yeah, that's a good point. That's something that uh, she talked a little bit more about. Just Despite having some struggles sometimes, and we all have struggles, but they're still getting it done. They're getting wins despite having sometimes those offensive struggles that they have to overcome. I think we just, we just stay together. That's really what it is. I mean, it's kind of crazy at FAU. We didn't really shoot that well either. And then we play them here and we didn't really shoot that well. I think Defense has been a constant um, trend within these last games we won. So we kind of just all were came together. We got to get stops. We're not going to score. They're not either. So that's kind of been the mentality uh, with the game on Saturday. So Defense wins games. Defense wins games. Now, she talked about early on in that season when – they were inopportune moments. They had some moments. There were chances to beat some pretty good teams. Purdue, Michigan State, and there were opportunities for this team to really get some signature wins. They showed that they could play well as a unit. However, there were some, I don't want to say shortcomings, there were some lapses, and she talked about just looking back on those games, especially Purdue and Middle... I'm sorry, not middle, Michigan State. Um, It definitely stuck with everybody. I know me personally, it kind of stuck with me because I knew going into the game that we could play with them. I mean, we prepared all weeks, like weeks for those games, and we prepared, I mean, the whole preseason. So I knew that we we weren't going to get blown out. It was going to be a game we were going to fight. But I just felt as though, you know, we didn't finish. And we've learned from the games we didn't finish, and now we just are better at finishing, and we got to keep being better because it doesn't stop now. I mean, we got to keep going. We have two months left, and this is the most important time for basketball, so just got to keep going. Kennedy Colclaw, Thundering Herd in action, taking on Middle Tennessee. The men are in action as well. Can Thundering Herd get a victory? In Conference USA this week, this weekend, is that going to happen? Do we finally see the Thundering Herd put it all together on the men's side? Will they overcome whatever has prevented them from making shots? Are they going to try some things differently? Are they going to double down? Are they just going to shoot their way out of this? What are they going to do? We'll find out, obviously, on Thursday. And Saturday, first up for the Thundering Herd, will be Middle Tennessee. We'll get your phone calls and text in. You can join the program, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open for you as well. And you can do that anywhere, wherever you have a phone. That's right. It's real simple. It's 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. More coming up with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. You know, I should have previewed this sooner because why wouldn't you be excited for Jason Toy? He's coming up here in the next few minutes. Hurricane Redskins taking on the Campbell Midland Knights. That's going to be our next Kindred Digital game. You can go to our Facebook page. ESPN 94.1 on Facebook. Search it out. We live video stream all these games, and you can get notifications as well when the games are live. So why don't you go ahead right now? Just go on Facebook and search for ESPN 94.1. Give us a follow. We appreciate that. And then you'll see postings, notifications for these games. And, you know, what they do on YouTube, you, you hit that bell, crush that bell, and you can get those notifications as well. Find out when those games are available, and you can watch them right there on your phone. Of course, um, if you are so inclined to do so, you've got the Facebook Watch app on your TV. You can watch them there as well. So Hurricane taking on Cabell Midland. That's coming up here in a, a short bit. Jason Toy is going to join us, tell us a little bit about that and what we can expect the rest of the way as far as our Kendra Digital games. So we'll hear from him here in the next few minutes. We'll also hear from you. Text line 304-523-2275-304-523-2275. Thundering Herd in action on Thursday, taking on Middle Tennessee. Where are you at right now with this team? Are you still bought in? Are you on board? You don't care what the record is right now. You're on board. You're going to show up on Thursday. You're going to root the herd on. You're going to cheer. You're going to be excited. You're there because it's the herd playing. Are you on that place? Are you on that platform right now? Are you standing up there saying, I'm a herd fan. I'm, I'm showing up. I Doesn't matter they haven't won a game yet in Conference USA. Doesn't matter. They're going to get it together. I'm on board. I'm on board. Or are you somewhere in the middle like, yeah, I might, I might go, I might not. It's not that fun. I don't like watching them lose. You know, maybe they'll, they'll do okay. Maybe I'll come back for a few games. Maybe I'll show back up. I like to see some things change, though. You know, they they got to win some games before I come back. It's just not fun showing up seeing a loss. Or are you on the, oh, these things have got to change. This is unacceptable. We can't have this here. Marshall hasn't won in Conference USA yet. This is unacceptable. Things have got to change. Things have got to change now. Unacceptable. Marshall's a basketball school. Unacceptable. It's going to be tough. You know, I think the east side is not that good, to be honest with you. The west side's the best side. On the men's side, Marshall's 0-6. Middle Tennessee's 3-2. Middle Tennessee is also 12 and 6 overall. Marshall sitting at 7 and 12 on the west side. The west side's the better side, though. UAB, before they start beating each other up over there, UAB, Louisiana Tech, North Texas, all 6 and 1. Rice and UTEP are 4 and 3. Southern Miss is 1 and 4. Marshall will get it today against Southern Miss. UTSA is 0 and 7. And then you got the East Division where FAU is 4 and 2. Middle's three and two. Charlotte's three and two. Old Dominion's two and three. That surprises me a little bit. Old Dominion two and three. FIU's two and four. I mean, Western Kentucky's two and four. Marshall's 0 and six. Western Kentucky's two and four. 
And you haven't faced off against Western Kentucky yet. So where are you at? Temperature check time. Where are you at when it comes to the thundering herd? Are you, one, I'm on board. Go herd. There are no problems here right now. Um, okay, um, there's some problems here. You know, I'll go when I can. I'm not having that much fun, but yeah, um, it's not panic time yet, but I'm just not going to make a point to go every game. Or I'm not coming back to the Henderson Center until changes are made. Are you, are you that guy? Are you that person? Are you, I'm done. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back till Doc Holliday's gone. Are you that fan? You heard that. I'm not coming back till Doc Holliday's gone. Well, he's gone. Still has some struggles there with attendance. So are you on that? Like, I'm not coming back until things are changed. Things are fixed. Not happening. Not having it. So that's the temperature check. Where are you at, Herd fans? 304-523-2275-304-523-2275. Also, we will take your tweets. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Jason Toy on the other side of the break. We're going to talk a little high school basketball with him. Looking forward to talking to him. I haven't done that in a while. So we'll do that when we continue. We'll get your phone calls and text in as well on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We're still taking your phone calls and text. We'll funnel you to the text a little bit more this segment. 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up tonight on our Facebook pages, the best place to go, we have our digital game presented, of course, by Kendrick Digital. Hurricane taking on Cabell Midland. And to tell you more about that, Jason Toy joining me now on the program. And you've had um, you've had some fun so far. You've called some really exciting games on the both the boys and girls side, and you've seen a lot of good basketball. What can we expect from this one tonight for the folks who maybe want to tune in and watch Cabell Midland take on Hurricane? Jason, are you there? Yes. There Hello. you are. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Great. Uh, great. I just uh, I just built you up. Um, talked about uh, you've seen some exciting games. And uh, <laughs> hopefully this will be one that will be exciting because tonight we've got Hurricane taking on Cabell Midland. It's our Kindred Digital game. You can go on our Facebook pages and and follow our pages. You'll get the notifications when those games are scheduled and, and when they're going to happen. So I encourage everyone to do that. Uh, our Facebook page is ESPN 94.1. Of course, Jason with me here over on Big Buck Country. So you can watch the game over there as well. Uh, what do can we expect tonight? Hurricane and Cabell Midland. What are you looking forward to in this one? You know, you always we always talk about the we talk football, we talk battle for the shield when it comes to Midland and Huntington High. Basketball, kind of the same rivalry. Don't have a traveling trophy, but the same intensity. It doesn't matter what the records are. You're always going to get a good game, and that's you know we had that game between Midland and Huntington back last Friday night. 
fast forward to this week for Cabell Midland and Hurricane, it's just as big of a rival as it is with Huntington because these kids are separated, you know, by literally three miles. You know, when you think about it, they're through Culloden and through uh, in the Hurricane. And, of course, Putnam County and Cabell County, kind of a border battle. So it really doesn't matter what the records are. We're still going to probably get a good game. Uh, for Midland, they're trying to stop the bleeding a little bit. They've lost five straight games. Some have been real close, like it was last week against Huntington. A couple of games they were blown out, but they played pretty well. Just haven't been able to get things finished off. Uh, they trailed last time out against Huntington uh, by as many as uh, six points, seven points, but they battled back to the lead. It was back and forth in the game on Friday night before Huntington pulled it out, you know, with free throws there towards the end of the game. Um, Hurricane, they're kind of the same deal, although they've been you know, win-lose, win-lose, win-lose type deal. So um, they've got some uh, some pretty good athletes. they got a young team for Hurricane. they got a kid that's six foot eleven, so you know they're going to Try to work the ball down inside to him. Uh, that's what Midland's going to have to defend against tonight and trying to, to take away the inside game for Hurricane. And Midland just hasn't, you know, kind of like Marshall a little bit. They come out not shooting well and then get better as the game goes on, but it's just a little too late. So, I mean, I think we're going to have a pretty good contest tonight. Jason Toy is with us, and of course, again, uh, this is our Kindred Digital game tonight. You can go to one of our Facebook pages and you can follow along and if you follow our pages, you can also get those notifications so you know exactly when this game happens. Is this game a bigger rivalry? I know we talked about the differences between Hurricane and Huntington, but do you think this one could be a bigger rivalry just because Cabell Midland and Huntington, even though in the same county, there there is a gap. There is some traveling distance yeah. here. It's not it's not cataclysmic here. It's not it's not a huge chasm or anything here. It's not not that, it's not big, but you know, you could almost you know, where I think you get where you get the. I think it's kind of similar, you know, in, in different aspects. You know, there's a pretty good rivalry between Spring Valley and Huntington. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Um, a lot, you know, when you have a Midland and a Huntington matchup, a lot of the kids doesn't matter if it's the girls' team, boys' team, or football or baseball or any softball. A lot of the kids play travel ball or AAU stuff together, you know, so they're all on the same team. We saw it uh, last week, and we did a game uh, early last week with uh, Spring Valley and Huntington High. It was a, you know, the girls all knew each other because they all played on the AAU together. So when you get to the Hurricane in Midland, you get some kids that will cross over a little bit, especially when it comes to baseball, but they've always kind of gone head-to-head against one another from Little League up through middle school and up to high school ranks. So it's a, a little bit more – both rivalries are intense. You get a little more jawing, I think, on the uh, on the side when it comes to Hurricane. Jason Toy's with us. So this one should be a fun one. Of course, we we love these rivalries because if you're a kid from Cabell Midland, you're going to run into someone from Hurricane. If you're a kid from Huntington High, you're going to run into someone from Spring Valley. You don't have to go far. The fans love these as well. Uh, high school basketball in this area, though – Pretty good. You've seen some good matches so far. What's your temperature check of what we have so far with the area teams, including Hurricane Cabell Midland? Throw them in the mix. Where do they compare compared to some of the other teams? Yeah, I think they're both. Well, you know, like I said, Midland's trying to stop some bleeding right now. You know, they uh, have lost those five straight games. They're trying to, to find a way to get back out on top again. Um, 
you know, to do it to get, and that's a it's a tough game weekend and week or game in and game out game out when you go into it. So I, I think it's going to be a tough task against Hurricane, uh, but you got to play. You got to shoot well tonight if you're going to be Capital Midland. You got to come out early shooting well and not uh, give up too much and try to battle back. So uh, I think when you look at the teams across our region so far that we've had a chance to see so far this season, you know, Spring Valley is doing some building. They didn't have huge numbers of players out there like they've had in the past with, you know, with Corbin and those kids out there. Uh, but they're trying to build up a program there. And, uh, you know, they got a new coach and, and all that. So they're trying to rebuild some things there in Spring Valley. Huntington High looks pretty good. They've lost a couple of games early on in the season. Uh, they lost uh, uh, with the Capitol, I think, as well, too. So they have um, they are playing really solid. And the thing I'm impressed with with Huntington High is they have got some really, really good talent on this team. And they've got young talent. They've got a lot of sophomores and a lot of juniors on this team. Uh, you know, Gavin Locko is the starting quarterback on the football team that did really well. He plays and starts for the basketball team, but he's kind of one of those guys that will get out there and root gouge a little bit. Then you got finesse players out there like Tubbs, who's just so fast with the basketball, and you got Jackson and Johnson, and these kids are young and very talented. I think if they're playing this good now, I can only imagine what next year and the year after is going to be like for Huntington High basketball. They've got a great talent pool right now. Feels good to be a Highlander right now. Football's pretty solid. Basketball always is a, a team we can expect good things from, so it feels good to be a Highlander right now as far as the schedule is concerned. They've got some challenges ahead. Uh, I want to get you to talk a little girls basketball briefly since I have you here. Mm-hmm. we got some good matchups coming up here on the schedule. Uh, there are a couple of games that are happening in the area, happening on our broadcast schedule as well, that fans should be really excited for. And Where are you most excited to be going here in the next few days? Uh, we, we've got a good matchup tonight with Hurricane and Cabell Midland. we got a girls' matchup uh, with Spring Valley and Cabell Midland on Friday night up at the, here at the Castle. Um, Spring Valley girls, we saw them the other day against Huntington. Uh, they're, they're very young, too. You know, Bo's team there is very, very young, uh, and they've got some really good building blocks to be able to work with. Uh, uh, Jimmy Parker, who used to play for the Thunder, we heard, was all-conference for the team. His daughter is a freshman. And she is a solid player, you know, and she's going to continue to grow with the program, too. So I think Spring Valley's got some things for the future for them. I'm just still impressed with the Huntington High girls. I mean, Coach Lucas has got them playing some perfect basketball right now. Uh, they, you know, I put there obviously in contention for another state championship. I think they've got a chance to go back to Charleston again and, and come home with the title. Cabell Midland started off a little slow, but that has picked up. And they had a huge win against Morgantown. Uh, last week, a last-second shot uh, to defeat the Mohegans at the Castle, too. So they had a couple of losses that were tournament games on the road out of town, I think, in Tennessee. Uh, but they have been playing some really good basketball, too. So I think, you know, it's going to be a great matchup when those two get together. Uh, you know, definitely going to get together in the postseason again, too. Jason Toy with us tonight. you got to go to our Facebook page to check this out. It's Hurricane Cabell Midland. You can join one of our many Kindred Communications stations on Facebook, or you can do the smart thing. And, just, and website. And, and website. website. Yeah, web, I'm pushing Facebook yep. today. I want I want likes <laughs> and follows, Jason. I need follows. Okay, there you go. Okay, so you can go to our Facebook page. You can go to Jason's Facebook page, the station, Big Buck Country 101.5. Yep. You can go to ESPN 94.1. You can follow 
the pages there. You get the notifications. If you follow the event, you can smash that bell, as they say, those, uh, those influencers on YouTube. Smash that bell, get those notifications, and you can watch it right there. Or, Corey, you can go to the website as well, Jason. Fine. Hey, you know what? The other thing I was going to tell you, too, Paul, we're talking about some teams that we're excited about that we've got coming up. Um, for the first time that I've known in a while, both Cabell Midland and Huntington High are going to have matchups against Huntington St. Joe. So this Saturday night, uh, you know, we, we'll have uh, the broadcast on our Kinder Digital uh, broadcast with uh, Huntington High hosting G- uh, Greenbrier East. They're going to do a an all-day classic there at Huntington High, the uh, Jimmy Morgan Senior Classic. they got uh, the middle schools that will be playing early. Uh, they've got the, the girls' team against Boyd County, which I think is going to be the game of the year in girls, uh, girls' high school basketball in our region. And then after that, we'll have the boys' game at 4.30 against Greenbrier East. But then at night, uh, 7.30, at St. Joe, it's Cabell Midland taking on the Irish there, and then next week we're going to have the broadcast with St. Joe at Huntington. So it's going to be interesting to see how that game plays out, too. Busy, busy, busy schedule for Jason Toy. He's with us now, and don't forget, uh, you can check that game out tonight. It is Hurricane taking on Cabell Midland. Jason's got the call. Thanks, buddy, for doing this. We'll do it again soon. Hey, anytime. It's, it's the fun time of the year right now. You know, It's great to be able to have basketball at a normal time, not shift it around like we had last year because of COVID. And, you know, you've had some teams that have had to battle some COVID issues. You've had some games that have been postponed or rescheduled. But overall, we've been able to get a lot of these games in this year, which has been good. Yeah, I hope everybody stays safe and we can get these games in. Have fun yep. tonight. We'll be watching. Bye, man. Jason Toy joining us. Uh, your text, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Talking about Marshall basketball, Texter writes, although I agree wins do correlate to attendance, I don't believe unless we were ranked or something of that magnitude, we'd be filling up the CAM, Henderson Center to the upper levels. Also, how much can Dan lose before his job isn't safe? His two best recruits haven't been lucky, and he never seems to have many answers for struggles other than Quote, we play and shoot better in practice. Not calling for his head, but I wish he was held more responsible for the struggles. And you can text as well, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Of course, um, item we didn't get a chance to get to earlier, uh, we are following along. Tom Bragg over her 247s where I am following along. Uh, Marshall cornerbacks coach Dominique Bowman taking a job at Arkansas, according to reporting from Tom over at Herd 247. I have retweeted his story to the 247 website where you can read his stuff there. Again, um, according to Tom and his reporting on Herd 247, that Marshall cornerbacks coach Dominique Bowman taking a job at Arkansas. So uh, we'll keep an eye on all of that. And, of course, Tom, good friend of mine, good friend to the program, he does a great job with all the recruiting and all that all that stuff that you pay money for, like recruiting charts and exclusive recruiting interviews and all that other stuff. So uh, appreciate Tom and what he does. And uh, you, know, you can check out his stuff again. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter as well. He tweets everything he does. He is at Tom Bragg Sports. And, of course, I'm on Twitter as well, at Paul Swan. I hope you can uh, find a few moments while you're on Twitter to follow me. And if you can't, I'll wait till tomorrow. Then you can do it. So if you, you don't have time today, you can do it tomorrow. 
And, of course, you can also find us on Twitter as far as the radio station ESPN 94.1. You can find us on Facebook. It's ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Do the Facebook search for that. We'll get you there. And you get other ways to follow along. You get to our website, WRVC.com. You can listen to the show. We've got the streaming link there. We post podcast links every way you could possibly imagine to find the show. We've got you covered. If you're not going to the website, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we've got so many social media options. And guess what? I am. We're going to do Instagram next. I've been talked into it. Instagram. We're going to do Instagram. We're not there yet on TikTok. We're not there yet. We'll we'll do Instagram. I can't wait to see what the staff comes up with, some boomerangs, some things of that nature. If you don't know what these things are, don't worry. If you've been clamoring for a, a radio station Instagram account, I'm excited too. I can't wait to see what it looks like. So we, we got all that coming up for you here in the next few weeks. Look, I have a staff for a few weeks. They don't know this yet, but they're going to be doing a lot of things here real soon. With that said, I want to thank our good friend Jason Toy for joining us on the program today. I always appreciate him. For the tag team of Ryan Sirk and Jaden Taylor, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.